0: No one wants to be weak. Spoiler alert, if you want to have a career and be a boss, weakness is sadly still not accepted. But you will get emotional. Everyone does. Whether it's crying, screaming, punching things. I've seen it all and I've also been through it all. I don't think anyone will ever grow that. However, getting emotional is still seen as a weakness. Welcome to The Shyest in the Room, your podcast on career advice for introverts like me. If you're shy or socially anxious, but you wanna build your career and you wanna be successful in your career, then this is the podcast for you. Getting emotional at work can be rough. Unless you own your own company and you can actually cry around the people that you know, that you have hired, If you're in your normal nine to five, you have to cry around your manager or your higher managers or even worse, the team that you're running. I want to be clear. Emotions at work are okay. Emotions are a part of us. Emotions are something you should not try to bottle up because one day they will just explode and then you don't know what will be the outcome. Showing emotions is okay. Do not ever let anyone tell you that it is a bad thing. On the other hand, we can do a few things to actually hide our emotions or to not get ourselves into situations where they are on full display for everyone around us. In my career, I always felt like I can never make anyone happy. So get that thought out of your head. When I was super passionate about something and I would argue to defend my opinion and I would really argue on it. I'm not saying I'm screaming or I'm yelling, but I would have a passionate argument I would be directly the angry one if someone was crying or if someone was getting emotional and crying about it, like I had coworkers who would you know sometimes take things so personally they would start crying. I've also cried before, I think in front of my manager, in front of my team, I think in front of anyone really, so but crying, you are too soft, sorry, mm, so whatever it is, I mean if I'm really passionate about it about my job, I'm so passionate that I argue about it or that I take a loss. For example, you are working and you're having a great lead and you're losing that lead. Let's say you're working in sales, right? And you lost that lead. You lost that piece of business. Whether or not you get a 10, 15, 20% commission on it, at the end of the day, the business goes to the company. So if you're so passionate about it, that this makes you so upset that you lost that lead and you have to cry about it, I don't know why that's considered bad. So that's why I always tell people like, Don't let anyone bring you down just because you're emotional. Company should actually be grateful that you are so invested in your job and that you're so invested in working there that you're showing emotions. But people would still prefer it if you hide your emotions. Now, of course, well, not robots. We cannot walk around and just completely switch them off, even though I have seen Some people do that. I'm not a person personally who likes to have all her emotions out there, but sometimes it happens. It can overwhelm you. It can just come out of the blue and there you are raising your voice or there you are trying really hard to keep your tears back from falling. We've all been there and I think every manager has been there. However, crying in front of your team is a no-go because it really kills your credibility, to be fair. And it, like I said before, it can make you look weak because crying is considered as a weakness. So since we want to push through and we want to be successful and we want to be that, I'd say that boss at the end of the day, try to not do the crying in front of everyone. So if you really feel like, okay, this is getting me too emotional or I can feel like I'm getting so upset right now, leave the room, go outside, go for a walk, take a deep breath or go to the washroom, whatever is your favorite hiding place or happy place, you know, go out. And actually, if you go to the washroom, chances are high, you might bump into another woman who will build you back up. You know, I mean, that's always what I I cannot speak for men because I'm a woman. So, but every time I would go or like, I would have to I cried in a washroom, which happened before. I would bump into someone who would actually build me back up. And here's my request. If you ever see a woman cry in the bathroom or in the washroom, build her up. We have to stick together, okay? Do not look away. Do not just walk away. Ask, at least offer help. You know, say, hey, are you okay? Do you need something? And if she's all covered in smeared makeup... Maybe just help her, you know, to clean that up a little bit. I don't know. But just support each other because that's very important. On the other hand, if you feel your emotions coming up, let's say in a heated argument, like me, I'm the champion of having arguments and then I can get loud. Like the people who really know me know that's just how I argue. Like that's just how passionate I am. But Yeah, I know it can come off as me trying to yell at the person. So I really started to work on this and I have really, I can say now I have this under control. So what I do is actually, if I notice that I'm starting to raise my voice, I start talking slower because the faster I talk, the more passionate I get about this argument and the more I want to defend my opinion, the louder I get. And I'm not saying that my voice gets like crazy high-pitched, no, because I'm not like sobbing or something, but just gets really loud. So I really try to talk slow. And then when the other person is saying something, I try to on purpose take a second to answer. Don't worry, you will not look stupid. But if you take a second to actually answer, it has two benefits. A, you slow down the conversation, which automatically slows down your voice and your volume. B, you actually think about what you're going to say and you are less likely to say something that you can't take back. Because while this is always about, you know, said about relationships and how you argue with a partner, this can happen at work as well. You can also say something at work that you might not want to say. So if you actually take a second to answer and to slow down the conversation, this can really help you also reflect on what you want to say and make sure you keep it professional. The more you grow, the more you need to mature. I mean, that's obvious, right? If you're starting out your career and you have an emotional breakdown at work, it's fine. Your manager has seen it. Your manager has maybe also lived through it. So you will not get fired because of that. And you will also not lose all your credibility. If you're higher up in your career and you're having an emotional breakdown, this can actually ruin your career. I mean, not fully ruin, but it can really, it can be very bad. So you have to come up with strategies to sense when your emotions are taking control of you and to put them back into the box where they came from. And then when you go home, you have that breakdown. Because you do not want anyone to be scared of you or anyone to actually take that passion that you have developed. And that's what actually usually causing the emotional outbreak because either you were passionate about a project that didn't come through or it was just something someone else did, you know, that cut you off. That, But at the end of the day, you got upset because that is somehow interfering with what you had planned, right? So you do not want anyone to take that passion wrong. And the last thing... I really want to mention and I really want to give you on your journey in your career is stop taking things personal. This, uh, some people will never learn it. Some people just unfortunately learn it very late. Me, I had also took some time to learn that, but it can ruin your whole day for nothing. Let's say it's an email. What used to throw me off at work was when people write emails, people I'm not close to. If it's a coworker, I'm really close to him, we send each other 20 emails in a day and he would just be like, FYI, whatever, or he would just start the sentence right away. No problem. But if people I wasn't dealing with a lot would randomly send me or especially the first email they would send me and it was not dear or it had not even my name, I would take it so personally. That was in the beginning of my career. I still remember. So you have to stop taking things personal. If you're in a meeting and someone is against your opinion or someone actually proves your opinion wrong or like your idea wrong don't take that personal this is you are working for a business you are working for something so at the end of the day if someone had a different opinion or someone had a different idea and that idea actually benefits the business at a greater scale at that point in time don't take it as a personal offense don't take it like someone is trying to take you down at work you will have different opinions sometimes you will sometimes you will lose It is what it is. But if you let that, especially if you have a briefing in the morning or a meeting in the morning, then you let the whole day pass by and you ruined your whole day, that's a day you will never get back. So don't do that. You really need to grow yourself some really thick skin if you want to make it to the top of your career. I'm not saying don't show any emotions at all, but try not to take things personal Keep your emotions at home. If you're getting emotional, have a plan. What you do when you feel those tears coming up or when you feel you're getting angry, you want to punch someone or when you feel like your voice is getting to a point that is not accepted anymore as a normal conversation. Do not ever let anyone tell you that it's wrong to have emotions. It's good to have emotions. You're not a robot. Just know how to handle them at work so that people perceive you as a professional and will not use your emotions against you. I really want you to be successful and not have anyone ever use your own emotions against you. Thank you for listening today to The Shyest in the Room. And don't forget to subscribe if you want to learn more on mastering the business world as an introvert. Always remember, leaders are made, not born. Until next time.